The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Somewhat of a surprise precipitation event. At least it was to Paul and I. I was laying awake and uh, it got to my place north of town at 107. And so it's not like I was drifting off to sleep. So I grabbed my phone, checked the radar, saw Paul was getting it. I know Paul is cutting his good stuff right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Which is why we got the rain. That's all right. I still got my good stuff. Yep. Uh, some people got hail, lost their crops. and I lost mine last year when wheat was $13 a bushel. So, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of hurt me a little bit, too. Well, Paul, yeah, I learned this on the news last night. Hmm. They sent a gal out to the elevator in, in Huntley there. Oh, they did. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start growing stuff for Coors. Then it's a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, we got mold and hail and hell of a tragedy out there. <laughs> I was telling Paul I didn't know if I was coming in today. I ran into town about six last night to get a couple of things, and I hadn't cooked anything. I just I'm not much on cooking anymore. Cooking for one sucks. Yeah. And so I said, you know, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to try a place and I'm not going to say who. And it was delicious, but it's one of those things that just kind of sits in your gut all night. I wonder if I'm going to work tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. Been a good night to do one of those ancestry.com tests or something, <laughs> Mark, because every fluid in your body made an exit. Uh, but the good news is. I watch TV most of the night, and it's it's Shark Week. And a couple of tips, if you like that. Uh, one of the shows was just about a couple of 20-foot hammerhead sharks. Hmm. They were trying to find out if we're related. Uh, the one where they compare great white sharks to <laughs> serial killers, uh, don't watch that one with the kids when they're, when they're hunting the seals. <laughs> that one's pretty graphic. And then the one this morning, while I was waiting to go get in the shower, interviewed with four different people who went into very graphic detail about when they were attacked by a shark. You know what? Uh, you know what a shark eating a seal is like. Have you ever, uh, if you've ever peeled an orange, and uh, you've eaten an orange or a tangerine or something before? You you can take one of the real little pieces of the orange off. It looks like a teardrop, mm-hmm. and it's full of juice. And if you put that in your mouth and you bite down on it, and it just... That's exactly that, what it's like. That's exactly <laughs> what a seal is like for a great white shark. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those little teardrop pieces of an orange slice that that has the juice in it that you'd bite down and they just explode. I bet it's delicious if you're yeah, a shark. Yeah, I bet it is. Mm-hmm. But I hit the program guide to see if there's anything I wanted to record because it's something different. It's information. I'm not sure what Mother Sharker's about, but I want to see it. You know, I can't I can't watch that stuff uh, anymore. The, the stuff in the ocean doesn't bother me, but all the other videos that everybody sends and posts and you see and you get sent to you of these alligators dragging a poor uh, 
gazelle in the water and chewing it apart or some hyenas attacking a poor lion and the, the especially graphic stuff i just i don't like watching that pain and suffering anymore i just don't and uh it just bothers me and i can't watch it you know a lion jumping on top of a poor giraffe and grabbing its by a neck and then the other one start eating its ass out right away and yeah. chewing its legs up and ripping its tendons out of its leg while it's alive and I mean, I just, that stuff just bothers me. I can't, I can't watch it anymore. Uh, I feel so bad for whatever is getting eaten. And uh, I don't, I don't even like looking at that kind of stuff anymore. Oh, in grade school, whenever you got a movie in science class and they showed that stuff, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, you got out of the lecture from the teacher and the lights were down and you could watch a movie, which was great. Make the time pass faster towards recess and lunch. Exactly. And, uh, and but, they and they wheel in the movie projector, not the overhead projector. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, movie was great. <laughs> overhead, you hated it. Uh-huh. But if it was the movie projector, oh, man. But I can't, uh, I don't like watching that kind of stuff. You know, that's why um, I don't even like to hunt anymore. Uh, I used to love hunting. Not so much the hunting part as just the walking and the looking. And But, uh, you know, here's these uh, majestic animals out there and minding their own business and... Uh, and that one has big horns. Bam, down mm-hmm. it goes, you know. And uh, and everybody's so proud of it and everything. And I thought, well, you used a high-powered rifle <laughs> that sh- shoots a 150-grain bullet at 3,500 feet a second, and you have binoculars and scopes and everything else. And, and you've been practicing with it. Right. Go out there and get a deer with a spear. That impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, or a knife <laughs> or uh-huh. something, you know, make it a fair fight. I just, um, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I I think hunting, you know, is great. And, and pe- if you want to do it, great. Yeah, I just, uh, I just don't like it anymore. I don't like killing things anymore. Except, well, I take that back. Uh, you know, shooting prairie dogs and stuff like that. I mean, there, there's nothing better than that. Mm-hmm. But um, the other stuff... Uh, watching those videos and things i just uh i just don't i just don't like it anymore and to each your own everybody's different you know yeah i cut some really good hay yesterday my oats and peas and barley mix and i'm really impressed with that mixture and uh got a little wet I think, but I was smart enough. I didn't cut. I only cut about 50 acres because I knew there was a chance of showers last night. And I thought I'm not going to, you know, start cutting down a hundred acres at a time here. And, and, uh, but then see, I'm, I'm a little different. I'm not in the loop, Mark. Yeah. I'm not in the, I'm not in the wheat, uh, crop loop because I'm not a real farmer. (laughs) See, because I've got another job. Uh huh. You're lucky, and yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got another. Been lucky job. for forty years. For forty years, been busting my ass this time of morning, and and so, so guys don't look at me like like I'm an 
like I'm an average guy mm-hmm. farmer. You know, I don't get the same, uh, and I get it, but I don't get the same uh, condolences or I don't get the same respect as other guys do that do it. Because, see, they do it for a living. Mm-hmm. You, you don't. Uh-huh. I get that all the time from people. Well, it, it's a little bit that, Paul, and it's a little bit uh, you are so firmly entrenched in the things you believe and you're not afraid to say them. And at some point, everybody disagrees with somebody on something. Mm-hmm. And some people can't get over that. When when uh, when stuff happens to me, you know, um, and, I, and I, this is not why I'm in the business, but, you know, you don't, uh, you don't get the outpouring of of uh compassion and things because you're you're not one of us you're not a real one Mm -hmm. because you do something else and well yes that's your hey everybody's you know got one Mm -hmm. so that's fine uh i get it um it's part of the business i understand and that's not why i'm in it but i'm like everybody else uh i feel it too you know i got completely almost 100% 100% wiped out last year. Right. And uh, on a tough year, mm-hmm. no hay, sold half my herd, completely hailed out. And uh, and then didn't go out and get drunk and take the next day off because you had a hangover. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we hit it harder. Um, but if you're not, and I'll, I'm not in the loop. I'm not in the loop with other people. Right. And so it's, they treat you different. And... Uh, and well, I'm not that way. Now, when people when people lose calves and blizzards and there's hail, I feel bad for all of them, all of them. And I even say it all the time because I know what it's like and it's awful. Uh, but people, you know, you're you're treated differently. And I know families like that. I know families that have been around and have farmed for for hundreds and hundreds of years years and have big ranches and stuff and when they get hit with a disaster there's a lot of people out there and they don't feel sorry for them because they've been around so long and they got a really big place and that well it still hurts them financially it hurts them just Mm -hmm. like everybody else you know it's all the same only you just deal with bigger numbers or smaller numbers right i had one of the cattle producers tell me that one time very well-known man in the area for a long, long time. One of the biggest producers around. He told me the same thing. He said, Paul, it affects us just like you. He goes, we just deal with bigger numbers and more volume than anybody else, but it's all the same. Yeah. And he was absolutely right. Absolutely right. And stuff like this, it, uh, it hurts. The insurance that we have to take, it never covers it. You're always better. I've always said this. You're always better with the crop. Well, and there's also people out there that are operating on a pretty thin margin and have to borrow money That's every right. year. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. I feel for them. I, I do. I know a lot of people hate me, but I feel for them because I know what they're going through and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And uh, 
plus the mess it makes. It makes a mess. I'm fighting it this year from last year's hailstorm. I got volunteer wheat growing up all over the place. And then if it's bad enough and it wrecks your buildings, we saw the pictures yesterday. People had their homes wrecked and their machinery gets beat up. You know, that that just that just sucks. That's what's bad. The crop, you can regrow another crop. Right. Um, and a lot of those guys out there, you know, they're they the they're the most optimistic guys you've ever seen in your life because with that hail came two and a half inches of rain and they got three inches of rain and they're gonna be seeding in another, you know, forty five days. Right. And their stuff is gonna pop out of the ground and they're gonna get a great stand. Uh so they were you know, you make lemonade out of lemons, but um, I feel sorry for them. I've had fires, you know, everything. Fires, tornadoes. tornadoes <laughs> Paul's, you know. Paul's collecting. It's kind of a greatest hits of weather out of I Paul's place. too. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've had my share of lumps. Mm-hmm. Like anybody in agriculture, You, if you're in agriculture, you have had your share of lumps and tough times. Yeah. And the tough that, and they'll be able to tell you the tougher times and the lumps far outweigh, far outweigh the years when it's like Christmas. You get one of those every once in a while in agriculture in Montana. The bad years outnumber the good years, but you keep doing it and people wouldn't trade it for anything else. No. Resilient. That's probably the word that best describe a Montana farmer is resilient. Sixty-nine mile an hour wind gust along with that storm when it whipped through the airport. Hail up to two inches at some sites in the heights. Airport, one and a half inches of rain. Then there was another one that came through at eight o'clock that night. And uh, followed up that. Farmers who lost crops are encouraged to file a claim if they have crop insurance, according to a USDA risk management analyst. You you know, you don't have to tell farmers. (laughs) That just kills me. You don't have to tell them. They know that. This isn't their first rodeo. Probably guys out there were swathers cutting stuff down already. Uh, I would. Anything that you can salvage, you go out and you salvage and you bail it up and you salvage. Many blackouts in the area for power. Northwestern Energy guys are out there. They do great work. (sighs) You know, and there's a picture. Now, there's a picture of a tree across uh, some road up there. Fell down, blocked the road. And people can't get through. Oh, no, we can't. Well, why doesn't somebody on the gosh darn block Mm -hmm. go out there with a chainsaw and cut that tree in three? Mark, I'd have that tree. If that was my neighborhood, Mm -hmm. I'd have that tree out of there in a half hour. I'd cut it. Even if you don't have a saw, you can latch onto it with your pickup and drag it out of the way. Pull it out of the way. No. And people don't do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They don't do it. Not my tree. Not my tree. Well, put down the Cheetos and go out and get the tree out of there. 
Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. Nope, I'm going to take pictures of it, and I'm going to run into my laptop, and I'm going to post in Facebook and Instachat and Snapgram and everything else known to mankind. That's what I'm going to do. See, that's another thing that I'm different. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't post stuff. No, uh, I don't right away run to a social network site and uh, put stuff on there. No, well, it's, it's generational. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be anywhere near as involved with Facebook if I didn't work here. I don't. That that was a requirement. And then you and I have talked about, it's hard to see Johnny without him looking at his phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's that generation now. I don't. uh, And some people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And they like to share that with others. And uh, that's great. Knock yourself out. I just just don't. Um, Sometimes I do on my articles. I'll show a picture of my cows or I'll show a picture of... uh, a storm cloud or something, you know. But we're contractually obligated to write that. Yeah. You, I, you wouldn't be putting out an article every day if you didn't have to. No, I would not, <laughs> Mark. Nor would I. No, I would not. I wouldn't. People are without power, you know, and uh, they uh, people don't know how to survive uh, without power. If, they, they're, if they're without power four hours, they freak. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know what to do. Well, I don't know. You know what? And you better get used to it, folks. Because I got news. As soon as these... Uh, I'm gonna, from now on, by the way, I'm going to start... Every time I re- refer to Joe Biden or a Democrat, I'm going to call them a far-left extremist. Yeah. Because every time they talk about a conservative who believes in the Constitution the fabric, the rock, the foundation of our whole country. They call them a far-right extremist. But they how come Republicans are always far-right, but liberal Democrats are never referred to as far-left extremists? Because the liberal media? Sure. The ones who follow the rules and the book of law are far-right extremists. The ones who don't aren't. They're not. There was an article today, guy running for governor, and um, they refer to him as a uh, as a far right extremist. Yeah, listen to this: Republicans are warming up to a far right nominee for governor in Pennsylvania. Why is he far right? Because he he believes in the Constitution. So from now on. We're going to refer to them as far left extremist, mm-hmm. right? What's fair is fair. But I lost my train of thought now before I went into that. Um, Cutting down trees, farmers. Yeah, right before that. Dang it. Oh, we were talking about electricity and power's out. I was on my way in today and I thought, you know, you better get used to that. You know, these far left extremists, folks, do, do you know how dangerous and where they are leading our nation into becoming a one energy nation? 
Do you you know what kind of impact that's going to have? A one energy nation. That's it. Everything in this country, they want everything. These far left extremists. Everything in this country from now on is going to be run by electricity. That's it. Mm -hmm. What stupid ass nation would do that but ours? We are going to be so vulnerable. We are going to open up ourselves so much, uh, jeopardize our national security, everything by, by, by becoming a one energy electricity owned nation. Do these people know how stupid they are? They're so stupid. Everything, folks, we're, we have blackouts now. We have blackouts now in America. And 12% of the energy is coming from solar and wind. That's it. And we have blackouts now. That means, that means I'll do the math, 88% of all of the power and, fu- and things that run this country are coming from other sources besides, besides uh, electricity that comes from re- uh, natural sources, wind, solar, that kind of stuff. Only 12%. They want to eliminate all fuel, all gas, all oil, all coal, everything. Electricity only. So let me, how are we going to power that? All of our homes, all of your automobiles. Folks, you know how many millions of automobiles there are? They're all going to have to be powered by electricity. All of them. All of our industry, every single home in America that has heat is going to have to convert to electric heat. You know how many homes that is in businesses that are powered by gas, oil, uh, fuel oil, the coal, propane, all of, all of that, all going to have to be converted to electricity. You, you know, there's a difference between using electricity to run a fan motor when the heat in your heat exchanger is coming from gas versus coils that are going to have to heat and a motor to heat those coils folks you have no idea trucks airplanes railroads everything everything in this nation think about it is all going to have to be power according to these far left extremists like biden and these green climate people every single thing ships Everything going to have to be powered by one source only, and that is electricity. We can't do it. No kidding. And so what are we doing now? We're eliminating all of our options first before we even have anywhere close to the technology and the ability to provide electricity for all of that. It caught folks... It takes more electricity to heat a home than it does to cool it. Electricity. One one power. That is all we want in this nation. These people are idiots. They're stupid. They're far so far gone and been brainwashed so bad they don't understand. We do, folks, we don't have they're tearing out our dams. They're even tearing out the dams with the hydroelectric power in them. Four of them out in Oregon and in California they won't won't even use them. There's no way we can suffice. No way we can power a nation like America with just electricity. There's no way. And all of these batteries that are going to be used for storage, 
that are going to destroy the earth because all of these batteries are made up of components and minerals and things that we don't even have in this country. We're going to be reliant on all of these other places to give us the components for these batteries. Folks, we can't even get a gosh dang computer chip for our cars because we're relying on all these other places for that. They make them. We don't. I've been waiting for a body control module for my pickup for two months. Mm -hmm. There were 2,580 people in front of me. (laughs) All electricity, everything, everything, folks, all electricity. We can't do it. We're short now by using gas, some coal yet, Mm -hmm. oil. We can't do it now, and we're using alternative fuels How are we going to do it when we get rid of all those, Mark? We cannot. We can't do it yet. They won't build nuclear. France has got six nuclear power plants over there, and they're building more. Right. They do it in France. We're not going to do it here. Why? Far left extremists won't let you do it. Do you know how how much, folks, the people you support, you know how much they're rooting your country? You people are hypocrites. Every one of you people... How come you people that vote for all these people don't have solar panels on top of your house? Yeah. Hmm? How come you haven't got rid of your car or your pickup yet when you voted for these butts? You should lead the way then. Get rid of your car. Get rid of the gas coming into your home. And yet you vote for them. How? How is that right? How is that right that you use gas, fuel, oil, coal, natural energy, and you tell all us that the climate is changing and you want to change it? How do all you people protesting, walking downtown, how did you all get there? What about all those clothes you're wearing manufactured by fossil fuels and oils? You're all a bunch of damn hypocrites. You're far left extremists. All of that. Just look at you. You contradict everything that you believe in. Are you overweight? Look at all the food that you're consuming to get there. You know how all that was manufactured? By using fertilizers, farm machinery, pesticides, chemicals that are all created in manufacturing plants, all of that. And you continue to eat at that pace. Well, that's having an impact on the climate, but yet you are a climate nut job. Well, you sure don't live it. You speak it, but you don't live it. That's what really pisses me off. That's why they won't come in here. Oh, no. You know, these people, these these far left extremists telling us, you don't pay enough in taxes. Greg Upham, superintendent, school district two, wanting everybody to pay more taxes. And what does he do? I'll bet when he goes to his accounting office and they fill out his taxes, I bet he tells them you use everything you can every deduction that I'm allowed so I get out of paying my taxes. Well, you're not living what you're preaching. Absolutely not. Did you see what these people are made of? Join the Roadside Event Center in Huntley Saturday, July 30th, as they team up with the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame to host a meet-and-greet bronze statue event with world-famous bareback rider and Montana's own Deb Greeno. The Deb Greeno and Dan Mortensen bronzes will be on hand to buy raffle tickets for and to purchase outright. The doors open at 6 p.m. with a meet-and-greet at 7 p.m., followed by great live music from Jared Rogerson Band at 8 p.m. For more information, visit RoadsideEventCenter.com. Pelosi, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez flying around the world, burning up all that fuel. 
Does she have solar panels all over the top of her house? Does she have does she have natural gas heat? All you people marching up and down the streets, do you have natural gas heat coming into your home or have you converted to all electricity and solar to save the climate? Oh, you bet your ass I know what you're heating your home with, you lying hypocrites, you far left extremists. And yet they're telling all of us this is what we have to do and, and you're not living it. No. They're not living it. Phonies. They're all a bunch of phonies. Hey, hey, ho, ho, fossil fuels has to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. And then they live their lives on fossil fuels. Yeah, they do. See if they go to their homes. See if they're in their backyard, huh? See if see if they're trying to buy up 100 acre plots of farmland and agricultural land to put wind towers on and solar panel fields in their backyard. Nope. You got them on your house? Nope. But they want them stuck all over our area. Screw you. I'll live with a fire in a cave with a spear before I'd let them do that. How in the hell are we going to grow your food? How are you going to be able to maintain your size if we can't grow the food? They haven't thought about that. How You think an electric tractor is going to work? Hmm? You think we're going to be able to get the yields without using fertilizers and manure mm-hmm. on our fields how are we going to feed the world you dumb asses how are we going to produce it how are we going to manufacture it and how are we going to deliver it up oh, all we got is electricity how are we going to wash your vegetables we're not allowed to use water out of the river because of the freaking salmon <laughs> how are you going to wash your water i bet you got do, do you go swimming you got a hot tub how are you going to heat it and fill it how come that water doesn't hurt the fish, but our water does when we grow the food? Or the water that you put in with your bourbon or your ice cubes? That doesn't hurt. That kind of water that we draw out, that that doesn't make any difference. But the water we use, that that's what makes the difference. You bunch of hypocrites. Electricity, that's it. That's all we want. That's all we're going to have. You see how stupid you people are when you start putting it in front of you? It is, it's... It's suicide for a once great nation. Yes, it is. If we if we go to a one source energy only future, we're done. We we may someday, but we're not there. That we're we're still folks a hundred years away from being able to do that. Unless they develop some type of hydrogen power or a nuclear power that what we've got nuclear power, but they won't allow that. You know any Democrats that are out on do you know any Democrats that play golf? <laughs> I do. You're going Why? That goes against everything that the extreme radical left stands for. Is golf. Fertilizers, pesticides, excessive water use on those greens and fairways, the machinery, the gas that they have to use. God, these greens need to be cut. And you're a Democrat. Uh-huh. And they're out there with gas. You want them to use an electric mower on it? Or one of the kinds that they used to push with the rotating wheels on it, Mark, with the blades. That's how they're going to have to cut the damn fairways now. Uh-huh. You Democrats shouldn't be playing golf at all. None of you should, because you support the people that hate everything that goes into golf. Everything. The energy that is required to produce fertilizers, putting a bear, putting a load on our climate. How do you play golf? 
And then you go to the clubhouse afterwards and you have a beer. You know what goes into that? (laughs) You know they got to use fossil fuel in the trucks to get your beer to the clubhouse? That have to make the aluminum for the cans? We can't have that. To grow the barley? All the fuel that's used in that? How can you Democrats even play golf and then go to the clubhouse afterwards and then tell all of us that we need to change and save this world and this climate? You guys are all hypocrites. Your whole life depends on fossil fuels and what it provides. And you people are voting for the very people that are going to eliminate it and make it impossible to survive. The sun and the wind are not going to do it, at least now. Transitions have to be just that transitional slow transitions Mm -hmm. slow half you democrats should know it you're all alcoholics you know when you want to give up alcohol or cigarettes or pot or whatever else you're doing you can't just quit cold turkey it's slow it's transitional that's what they do at the the recovery centers Mm -hmm. it has to be slow it has to be transitional same thing as we shifted new sources of energy. I don't think there's anybody in America, me included, that that doesn't support alternative energies. Absolutely. But I believe in alternative energies working with the ones that we have. Right. Versus there's a difference between alternative energies and only one. We can't do it. It's impossible. Everything that you live with, everything, look at everything in your home, the lumber industry, the timber industry, can't all function on electricity only that goes into your home, the sheetrock, the shingles, the mining that has to be done in America to provide the, the resources that come out of the ground, everything that we use in life, everything, folks, all of it almost comes out of the ground, everything. Everything that you look at, it almost all comes out of the ground. How are we going to do that with just electricity? We're not. How are we going to mine? How are we going to how are we going to get water, pumps, and so forth? How are we going to do all that with just electricity? You can't. In fact, you better hope we have global warming because you're going to be freezing your ass off when all you have is electricity. Your power pole is going to spin in the ground like a drill bit. When that's all you have, far left extremist? No, the only people that are extreme are the people who are far right. Right? Who sounds extreme here? Who sounds like the extremist here in this case? So, you know, my dad always had a thing, practice what you preach. Yeah. So let's see it. Let's see you practicing what you preach. How are you all you... Democrats getting to work today. Hmm? Are you stopping and filled up with gas? Did you take a hot shower with that hot water heater heated by natural gas? And then you go out and you bitch and moan and everybody for using fossil fuels? Huh? Are you doing that? As you stop and you get something with a plastic wrapper around it on your way? Or you're drinking out of a Evian water bottle made out of plastic that came from oil products? And yet you're telling everybody else, we we got to go green. And you're not living your life green then. We're not there. And we don't have the technology yet to do it. You saw what it costs folks to charge a car right now. Mm -hmm. Cars alone. 
It, it, imagine, folks, if we had 300 million cars right now that that right now that needed power, mm-hmm. electricity. What the hell? Well, and what, what's the price of a used car going to be? Because, you know, I don't know, 50,000 miles, 100,000? How long do the batteries last? And you got to replace them, and those can't be cheap. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have the power. We don't have the power. We're eliminating so much of our other sources, we cannot keep up. You're, you're another nation, and you're somebody like China, and you're waiting to make your move. All you do is watch the weather. All you do is watch the weather. And if we have a week of nothing but clouds and no sun and no wind over the United States, that's when you make your move. We'll have no power. We'll have no power. So think about it. Think about how your everyday life is going to be affected. And think about who you vote for and everything that you're standing for. And then think about how you live your life and how, boy, that's really contradictory, isn't it? Because I'm sure not living like I'm an all-electric climate enthusiast, am I? No, you sure as the hell aren't, but you want everybody else to, Mm -hmm. which is selfish. So before you start calling people far-right extremists, let's really put this in perspective and let's really see who the extremists are in this case. What sounds more extreme to you? A vision of that, a vision of the future that... Andre Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders has? Does that sound like the place you want to go? Sure as hell doesn't sound like the place I want to go. And you know how many millions of Americans, folks, are going to be put out of business when we become a one-energy, all-electric mm-hmm. country? You know how many people are going to be put out of business when you think of that? Hey, I got something else for you folks, too. All you... uh all you public employees, all you school teachers, uh, state employees, county employees, whose whose retirements and benefits and industries are all funded, a lot of it, by tax dollars that come from what? The natural resource industries of this country. That's a good point. Where in the hell is all that money going to come from when we go all electric? Because electricity doesn't provide you that money. Look how much the Senex refinery alone pays to the Laurel School District. Huh? Where is that going to come from that pays all your salaries, all your benefits? Same thing with Conoco, Exxon. People don't realize how much they pump in to all of those coffers. Where is all of that natural resource tax money going to be replaced? Where is that all going to come from? They fund your job and you support extremist Democrats. Where is all that going to come from? Because electricity doesn't pay that. Well, we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to shift it and tax it then on the electric industry. Ah, good luck with that. People don't think these things out, Mark. No, no, they're they're indoctrinated, and it's part of that far left agenda. Sure, but we're the extremist. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stay home, my little tractor, mm-hmm. driving around there. Well, until until they make you buy a new electric one, which I'm sure would be very reasonable. Then I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, and I'm in trouble. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.